Welcome to Impact the World, the show for and about creatives, changemakers, and entrepreneurs. This is a conversation episode where a special guest shares with me what they are creating and the behind the scenes journey of their experience. Hello, welcome to Impact the World and I'm very thrilled to be introducing my guests for today's conversation because they are not only dear friends, they are collaborators of mine. So for today's episode, I've invited Davor Bozic and Rebecca Hall to join me on the show. Rebecca is based in France and she is the video editor for everything that we do here at my company. And Davor is based in Slovenia and he is the lead sound designer editor, composer for our company. We're going to speak most specifically today about a collaborative project that we have just worked on together called Transmissions. There is a music album that we have just released called Transmissions, and I commissioned Rebecca to create some visual meditations for each track. So we talk about these 10 minute long visual pieces. We talk about the 10 minute long sound healing pieces that Devor and I created. And really the conversation is about creative collaboration and how we work together and how we enhance each other when we collaborate. So for those of you who do follow my work or have done for a while, uh, you'll enjoy getting to know these two members of our team and the way that we work behind the scenes. And for those of you who've found us because of the Transmissions album, this will be a behind the scenes look at how the album and the videos were created. So as ever, if you are a fan of this show and you enjoy what we do, you can support us by subscribing, rating or reviewing over at Apple Podcasts. For now, enjoy today's episode with Rebecca Hall and Davor Bozic. Hello, welcome to Impact the World, and I'm thrilled to introduce my guests for today because they are not only my team members and friends, they are actually the video editing and sound editing team behind this podcast. So I'm thrilled to welcome Davor Bozic and Rebecca Hall. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. <laughs> So if you've ever seen an episode of Impact the World, um, these guys work very closely with us to bring the episodes to you. But the reason that they're here today is because we have a creative project that we have just released into the world called Transmissions. It's a sound healing album with both spoken word and music. And it's something that we created for a course that we ran last summer called Transmissions. And this year, we decided to not only release it publicly onto Spotify, Apple Music, and all the platforms, we also decided to commission Rebecca to create videos for every single track, which is no mean feat because each track is 10 minutes long and there are five of them. So I brought Devor and Rebecca onto the show today because I thought it would be interesting rather than a traditional interview to have a conversation, the three of us, about the creative process of bringing the album and the visual representation of the album to life. So um, let's start with you, Rebecca. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so I know you've been working with us now for, I think it's going on four years, five, 
five years almost. Yeah, started January yeah. 2017. Yeah. So again, if you're familiar with my work, you'll Rebecca edits all of the energy updates. Everything that we do that is video, um, Rebecca is our editor and our magician for. So what was your path before we worked together, Rebecca? How did you get into filmmaking and video editing? Um, well, I went to um, college uh, on the East Coast, a college called Smith College. Um, and um, I studied French there, um, which um, at the time I had no idea what I was gonna do with a French major. Um, but now I live in France, so it's turned out to be very useful. Um, and I also did, I studied photography. Um, and in my senior year, I took a class um, about European cinema. And that was the first time that I had kind of seen cinema as an art form rather than just entertainment. Um, and like a whole new world opened up to me and this learning about this amazing language of cinema and being able to use images to tell stories and to, to create meaning um, was really exciting to me. And so that's when I decided that that's what I wanted to do. Um, so I decided to go to film school um, and I went to London uh, for film school um, partly because it was just an excuse to go to London for two years to go live in London. Um, but also cause it was, it was, um, I went to the London International Film School, um, which was a really practical, uh, course. So you just spend two years making films, um, which is exactly what I wanted to do. Um, and I met amazing people. They were an incredible group of people on my course. Um, from all over the world. Um, and for the first time, I really had that feeling like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, which is an incredible feeling when you finally figure it out. Um, and so when I graduated from film school, um, I went back to the US, back to Minnesota, which is where I grew up. Um, and my mom um, had a small production company and she um, was making, she and her business partner were making um, educational films, kind of health education. Um, and they had bought an Avid, which this was mid 90s. So it was very early days for kind of digital editing and editing on computers. When I was editing at film school, I hated editing because it was sticking pieces of film together. Yeah. And you have to be really organized and put all your film into bins and if you cut a bit out then you have to put it in this I, I just cut it out and throw it over my shoulder and then when I had to go and I changed my mind I'd you know I'd, I'd, I wouldn't be able to find the little hmm. bits of film so I, I really didn't like editing I, I was going to be a camera person um, and so I had this opportunity my mom as I said she had bought this avid digital editing system. And she said, we need somebody to learn how to use it. And you can come and work on these projects with us um, and do some camera work and lighting as well um, and learn how to use this system, editing system. So that's what I did. And um, I just taught myself the manuals were, I think there were like, I have a memory of there being a stack of manuals on the, 
on the shelf. And that's how I learned, you know, each manual was about this big um, and just going through the manual and figuring out how to, how to edit. Um, and I also learned um, After Effects, Adobe After Effects, which um, is uh, compositing motion graphics, um, which is what I still use today. Um, and um, yeah, it was, it was an amazing year um, working for my mom. And then um, a friend of mine from film school um, got in touch and said, I'm working for a company that um, needs an editor. And would you be willing to come back to London and, um, and take this job? Which of course I was over the moon. I really was anxious to get back to London. Um, and so that was, um, it was a company that was based in Pinewood Studios, which was mm -hmm. so exciting to get to be, just be on, you know, see all the sets and all the James Bond um, and all of that. Um, so that was really exciting. I worked for a company, that company for a year, and then I went freelance. Um, and I had, I worked for about 15 years, um, freelance in London. Um, I had an agent that sent me on all kinds of different jobs. Um, so I did all kinds of different things, documentaries and advertising and promos. And, um, I was always, really drawn to music. That was always what I was most interested. All the projects that I really loved working on have had to do with music. Um, so I worked for many years for MTV um, in London. And um, I did a lot of music ads um, for all kinds of music artists um, from Kylie Minogue and Robbie Williams and Justin Timberlake and the Rolling Stones and the Beatles and that it was it was an exciting time um and I traveled around the world um for live music events and for um award, kind of award shows and things like that um and and then I had my son um about 10 years ago um which uh I took some time off to be with him, which was a huge privilege, privilege to be able to do that. Um, but, you know, you're out of it for a year and a half and things change when you go back and suddenly my work wasn't my priority and it was harder to travel around the world. And, and I did a bit, um, but it had just gone down a peg kind of mm. in, in, in my life. Um, so, and then this is about six years ago, uh, my partner and I decided to leave London, leave the big city and move to rural France. Um, and we, so I, as I said, I already spoke French um, and he had connections to France. Um, so we moved to Western uh, France, um, we bought a flour mill, an old flour mill, um, which is a, just a ruin. Um, and we're just very slowly doing it up. Um, it still has the wheel and we have the rights to use the water. So we generate electricity. Um, and it's a life, lifelong project. Um, but um, of course, I didn't know it at the time, but I was absolutely preparing myself for what was to come, um, working remotely um, with the pandemic. Um, but for the first year, we didn't have internet not just in our house, but in our village, 
it's such a rural village. It's just farmers. There was no use. They didn't, they hadn't installed any infrastructure for internet here. So um, we had a year of kind of blissful um, disconnection, um, which did make it hard to work remotely. But so, but it was, it was at the same time, it was very nice. We had a year of reading books and actually talking to each other, which was really nice. Um, but then we got internet in 2016, which then allowed me to work remotely. And, um, and I was still traveling a bit up until, um, for work up until, uh, the pandemic. Um, and yeah, so, so January, 2017, I looked it up. I looked up the first email, email exchanges, oh, wow. that, which was fun to look at. Um, cause it seems like a million years ago now. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I had a friend who said, um, I'm working for this guy called Lee Harris and um, he does videos about once a month, um, which he would like to get somebody else to do because he'd like to be able to focus on other things. Um, and I thought, oh, that, you know, that'll be nice. Just, you know, kind of just one video a month, you know, won't be, won't take me that much time, but it would be nice to have kind of a regular, regular bit of work and a regular bit of income. Um, and yeah, one video a month kind of <laughs> do many, 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 many videos a month. Um, and, um, it's just kind of, it's been great to be, see the work expanding, um, kind of in my daily life, you know, taking up more and more in my life, um, and to see the, the company grow, um, just exponentially, um, since, since 2017 and before, obviously that was existing before I came on board, but it's been, um, it's just been, it's been a huge privilege and, um, and an amazing experience to work with people who are so kind to each other. Um, I've never been a part of a team like this because I was freelance. I kind of flitted around and worked at different companies here and there. And, um, I mean, I did have longer stints in some places, but but I've never been a part of a team like this where everyone looks after each other and everybody's really kind to each other and respectful of each other. Um, and yeah, so it's, it's, um, it came at just the right time in my life, um, working for you and, um, and it's been a, it's been a real journey. Thank you for sharing all of that. And, and, I, I want to just, before we go to DeVore, I want to just pick up on something you said. You were talking about the software that you use to animate. And mm. I, I think you created a couple of beautiful videos for DeVore and I for some songs that we released in a very kind of smaller way. We we released Beautiful live from Costa Rica and we released They Called Us Down live from Costa Rica. And that was around... 2018, I think, before we really um, decided to put more energy and time into the music. But I think what blew us away was we were working on a production called Golden World Govinda with the wonderful Narada Wise and Lana Sugarman and DeVore produced that for us. And um, <clears throat> I remember coming to you and saying, could you do something? And we're all in different places. But what if I filmed myself and Narada and Lana filmed themselves and we kind of, and we sent it to you and really had no idea what you were going to come up with. And then when you sent us the video for Golden World Govinda, I think you sent me the first minute and a half. It, we were like, 
what the hell is, what did you do, Rebecca? It's amazing. It was, it was like witnessing magic on the screen. So yeah, that, that was, I think it's true, right, Devor? That was a key moment for us because we'd seen Rebecca's talent with all the other stuff and the videos that you'd done before, but suddenly that was like this moment. It was amazing. Yeah, I've been crying when I was watching it for the first time because, you know, when it's, um, when you see something um, matching with the music you're doing, it's like, it's such a joy, you know, that all the past when this didn't happen somehow just pours out, you know, and it's just, that was, I think this gave us, this gave us uh, a push to go more into the musical. So I think this video gave us um, something that we could see that that we have also the vision behind us, which is important with music. So, so yeah, that that song was very important. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the I response. Was, Sorry, go ahead, Rebecca. Sorry, I was just going to say that. Um, I I had, when I was creating um, other videos for you, um, I had in my head that this is what I wanted. I wanted to like turn you into uh, flowing um, paint and ink. And um, so I already had that idea in my head before um, you would even ask me to do that. So, um, and then the, the, the music just had so much character and so much, life to it that it really lent itself to 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 the visuals um that came from that yeah well let's move to transmission so devore so for anyone who hasn't seen devore's solo episode of impact the world which came out i believe last november november 2020 around the time that we released the album awaken if you want to know more about Devore's backstory, I highly recommend going and checking out that episode. But Devore, how did Transmissions, the album, come about? Perhaps you could share a little bit about that with us. My screen says from time to time that my internet is unstable. So if I may go in and out, just... just that is it. I'll, I'll, I'll come back. Sometimes you freeze on me. So just so that you and the, whoever will watch this is aware that is something's going on here. <laughs> yeah, Devor, perhaps you could share with us about the Transmissions album, like how it came to be. It came to be very similarly as uh, Rebecca came to work for Lee Harris Energy one video a month. <laughs> you told me something very simple because we were in the middle of uh, creating Awaken. You just said something very simple just so we have some uh, meditative music uh, for in between the courses. And then, you know, me, <laughs> and I know you, <laughs> and then it started. Lee, it'll be simple, but I hear a cello. Can I can I just record the cello? And you went, of course. And then it went on and this keyboard and drums and guitars and, and everything. And then we added vocals. So transmissions was really like what did just happen? <laughs> and uh, that was the beauty of it because it wasn't planned that way. It wasn't pre-structured it was actually it happened very quickly it happened it, it was done like in a month and a half or something it, it really flew through us and and I think it's very special musically 
because it's it's a very different thing. It's again tuned to our beloved frequency five to eight, which is the magic and cosmic and DNA frequency. We tune all our music here. And that's why it also resonates nicely with the body and the soul. So um, I love this project. It's very, very special to me. I remember, you know, because I knew we were going to do this online retreat transmissions and I knew that it was going to be every other day that I would uh, broadcast live and I would teach intuitively and then I would channel. I, I think I originally asked you for instrumental pieces of music and I was like, what about like seven minutes long? And then, and then you got into it yeah. and then you said, why don't you do some spoken word? And so I did the spoken word. And then while I was doing the spoken word, I kept hearing these mantras, these sung mantras. So, mm -hmm. but it, it did come together very quickly. I remember when we were reviewing all the mixes, which took quite a bit of time. There were several weeks where you, you listen over and over to mixes and I'd give you feedback and you would also change some things. I remember the day that we listened to the final mixes, I left you a message saying, I, I, I sat there and listened to the whole thing for 52 minutes. And I said, I feel like I just took drugs because by the end of it, something in me felt very altered. And that was when we also were speaking a bit more. You were explaining to me the tuning of 528 and those tones that go into it. And so it was great to give it to our course members last year. And they had a beautiful response to it, which is what I think made us think, okay, well, we could put this out for people, even though it's a little different. It's not a traditional album, but <laughs> but but it's very meditative. So yeah, the next step was knocking on Rebecca's door <laughs> and asking her about some videos. And I think that project, that that conversation was similar too. I think we were gonna do one video or two videos, maybe. Yeah, maybe one, maybe two, yeah. <laughs> three. And then it then it came to choosing one. Okay, if we're only going to do one, then which one do you want to do? You said, oh, um, well, maybe we could do time, but then there's space, but then, oh, and then it was, we're doing all five. Yeah, yeah. And my biggest concern was each video is about 100 hours for you. So I was like, oh, God. So, you know, so literally you started like three, three four months ago now, I think we were having these conversations. Yeah, yeah. 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 So Rebecca, what, what was the process like for you intuitively responding to the music? Because I know you've had a real process around the way you've created these videos. Hmm. Yeah, so it, I started, of course, listening to the music and, um, and was thinking about... Um, the sound healing in them. And I'm like you, I had a real um, kind of reaction to them and, and, um, and had amazing feelings listening to them. And I, the, the tricky thing is that they are, they are something on their own. They are a whole. So um, I thought anything that I add to them mustn't detract. I mean, you know, it has to be really, something special in order to take it on up to another level so I started thinking about the sound healing and um and wondering if there was a visual equivalent um and so I went on to google and um and yes there is there's a whole world of that kind of thing out there a visual meditation um visual healing um and and I just really went into it deep and 
Um, and I found, I think when I typed in visual meditation, I found um, this candle gazing, which is a part of yoga practice. Um, and it is a visual meditation. So you uh, light a candle and you stare at the flame for as long as possible and you regulate your breathing and you just focus all of your attention on, on the flame and until your eyes get fatigued, maybe your eyes start to water. And so you close your eyes um, and then you contemplate the image of the, the light that you can still see in your, on your eyes. Um, and um, so I just found that, idea absolutely fascinating um and i have been it's part of kind of going back a bit D during the pandemic it's um being at home has allowed me to i've been doing more yoga you know i've got more time like everybody um and a great teacher who's uh who transitioned really well into doing zoom classes um and uh and so that's it was kind of part of um, my learning about yoga and, and it was kind of a nat for me, it seemed like a natural progression to do something that had to, that somehow addressed this idea of, of, of the visual meditation and the candle gazing. So that's why time, which is the first video that I started working on starts with um, the lighting of a candle and zooming in on the flame um, to focus our attention um, and uh, because, the, you know, usually when you meditate, the, of course, the first thing you do is close your eyes to get rid of any extra um, visual stimulation. So um, I find it really fascinating, this idea that um, that you can do the same thing um, visually and focus your attention. There's also in yoga um, what's called the drishti, which is every pose. I think it's every pose um, has your where your your eyes are supposed to be focused. Um, so it might be your thumbs or it might be your big toes or it might be the end of your nose. Um, and it's to focus your attention and, and it's amazing and it really works. If you focus, sometimes it can just be a point on the floor. Um, and suddenly you find your physical balance just by quieting your, your vision and focusing on something. Um, so, so I also learned about, um, chromotherapy, um, which is a fascinating whole um, area of study, um, using uh, colors for, to, to, um, for healing. Um, I think we, I know personally, I'm sensitive to colors and they can kind of induce different emotions. Um, so it makes sense that, that you could use colors um, to, to have some kind of calming and or healing effect. Um, and uh, there's, there's all kinds of study at the moment using, um, because we know that being in nature obviously has a very calming, centering effect um, on us. And there's, there's a school of thought now and school of study that that maybe looking at images of nature can have the same effect as being in nature mm. um and you know especially during the pandemic a lot of people especially people who live in cities aren't able to go outside so um 
the BBC has is I think they're in the process of doing this study of of looking at can can people look at images of of nature and and have some of the say those same calming effects. Um, you see it used in in the clinical settings in um, dentist office. Sometimes you have um, a screen with yeah. shots of nature, um, so you're distracted from whatever procedure you're having. Um, so. Yeah, all that to say that it's just, it's a whole um, journey that I went on with um, learning about all of that. And, you know, if I had another lifetime, I would probably do a PhD about it. I find it absolutely fascinating. Um, But then that that led me to... um, to the the videos and um, and using images of nature. Um, I noticed in my own meditation and what I see behind my eyes tends to be um, always been fascinated since I was a child with what I can see when I close my eyes. And actually, I've never asked anybody if they see the same thing, but it's kind of like um, it's kind of like stars or kind of like moving images. And it's probably something to do with your retina or I don't know what it is, but um, but I paid more attention to it. And um, and I noticed that it was um, symmetrical um, which I found really interesting. Um, and I thought, I wonder if looking at an image, if it's symmetrical, because we tend to humans studies have shown, we tend to like things to be Mm -hmm. symmetrical. Mm -hmm. Um, and I wonder if it's because it's soothing on the eye because each eye is looking at the same thing, Mm -hmm. um, rather than each, each eye having to look at different things and then the brain processing it and all that is maybe there's something soothing about that. I don't know. Um, but I certainly know that when I started making, you know, using these images of, of nature and uh, mirroring them, um, it, it really just take, takes it up to another level in terms of like the effect that it can have on your eyes. So I wanted to make sure that we, we, it flows, that the images flow from one to another without being too jarring. And so it's something that you can look at and kind of, almost defocus your eyes while you're looking at it so that it can be um, soothing um, and that your brain doesn't have to work too much to figure out, oh, I wonder what that image is. And, you know, maybe you can watch it and and that's your first reaction, which is fine. Um, but, uh, but I wanted to make sure that there was nothing jarring in it um, and nothing that took you out of the, the experience of the, of the song and of the, of the, the audio as well. Mm. Um, so, yeah. It's interesting because I remember the Z's many years ago said uh, I was working with a mandala artist doing uh, sessions for her, um, wonderful mandala artist, Dana, and they channeled something for her and they said that the mandala harmonizes everything for us. So mm-hmm. it creates harmony inside us uh, when we're looking at this harmonized image. So as you were saying that. And I think my experience of watching time when I saw it for the first time um, was I was struck by how beautiful our world is in a very evident way. And and a few of us in the team said this after we'd watched it, 10 minutes went by like that, which in our age of proven low attention span, (laughs) especially when it comes to watching videos on the internet, you know, if it isn't a cat video that's one minute long, you know, it's unusual. So um, 
that was extraordinary to me that I just kind of got lost in the video the same way I got lost in the tracks, which I think is unusual when you're you're also one of the creators in the track. If you're able to completely forget that you're even part of it or bypass that part of your mind, you know something has worked very well. Devore, how was it for you seeing, I'll ask about time because that was the first one we saw. Um, I just loved it. Like there was nothing I could say. <laughs> you know, there's no, can we change this? Or it, it was it was just a like a together thing, you know. So um, um and I remember when we were talking uh, about the videos before, I know I said, Rebecca, I want this to be amazing. <laughs> remember? <laughs> and you were all laughing at me. Um and it was, and it is because um I love art. I love all art. And moved something within the, the art field. And I have a feeling that what I saw and heard was was a move somewhere. I don't know where, but it but it is a step towards a move. Um and especially it's a feeling move. Um, I, I don't even want to like intellectually interpret it or say what it is, but it's a feeling. You like you watch it and you and you feel something that is that is new. Um, even my dog, uh, when we were watching together both videos, time and peace, he was you know playing around, being all you know jumpy and everything. And then when we watched this, he like he he laid on the floor and he. There is something with 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 I guess the music and the video that 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 affects us in a in a nice way. Um, so I was really, really happy with, with what you co-created with that music. I, I really was. So, um, yeah. And just, hard, it, yeah. Hard, oh, sorry, go ahead, Devor. No, no, just continue. It wasn't I was really going to say, it's, I think it, you know, we've made a lot of music videos together over the years now, since 2014, and we've done some with Rebecca, and then you've done a lot in Slovenia with the filmmaking team that you had there, which was the best thing we could do during COVID, really, um, to kind of pivot what we were going to do with videos. And it's actually harder than you think to get a video that marries the song or enhances the song. It's actually, you know, when you, when you get a music video like that, you're like, oh, great, this one really... Because you also have, have the risk that you might take it somewhere else, which, you know, can happen. And I've experienced that making music videos. You're like, oh, that didn't... That kind of imprints the song in a way that limits the viewer's experience of the song versus... Mm -hmm. It opens it out. It adds layers. It marries. Um, and, and with with Awaken videos, I mean, I'm very, very proud of them. I think they're lovely from the album. Um, but honestly, they're like they are just a nice way of of uh, putting visual to our songs. 
but it's nothing that wasn't seen before in a way of of a you know a little bit of a story or a dance or something when I did can I beg to differ can I beg to disagree I think that the video that you and your team made for all who walk the earth is a masterpiece and it might be my favorite it's tough for me because I, I love all of them for different reasons but I think all who walk the earth and to live another day for two different reasons are my are my are my favorite videos and I know that you directed all who walk the earth and mm -hmm. There was something about that video to me that was just extraordinary. No, it is. It is beautiful. I'm not... Um, that was something very new. Mm. That, that's what I wanted to say. I mean, the videos that we've done here for the Awaken Album are beautiful, but they're within within the field that is that is already been seen in a way this, this is what i wanted to say not that there are no good or anything like this i'm really proud of them and they hold the feeling and everything so um but this is just something like what is this you know and um this is why what i love about art and i don't have this um i have this in music I don't have it in video. I've never directed video. So what I did is because I had to, <laughs> because, you know, there was pandemic, there was no other way that we could, yeah. you know, do it. Um, and even we tried, you know, uh, sending you files, Rebecca, and it just didn't work. It had to be, it had to be done in, 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 a, in an environment uh, here. So yeah, this is what I wanted to say that, that I saw like a new movement in that. So. Like yeah, you you bringing this up, actually, I will just, there's two things I want to kind of pick up on, because as I'm sitting here with you guys, what what's really nice for me with, say, these transmissions videos, Rebecca, is I see the, the building of our team relationship, too, because you've spent many years now creating these beautiful visual trailers for the MP3s, which devour scores and sound edits and so it's interesting to see these, you know, two, three minute clips, excerpts from hour long channels that you created at the end kind of now feed into this. So I, I love the kind of compound nature of the project. Um, but I also want to say, you know, we all had that really hard moment when we were making a video for Inside Love. And, and, and we realized if we'd put it out, it would have been, it wouldn't have been right. And it was hard because it had so many beautiful things that you had done in that video, that gorgeous animated sequences. Um, we'd, we'd reshot me, I think twice against a white screen. And, you know, we were really like trying to make it work. And that was a tough moment for us three as mm. creatives and friends, kind of the decision to pull the plug and go, this isn't quite, if we put this out, this isn't quite right for the song. And so then that was when we, you know, again, because of COVID and that, that was an interesting moment. So I also just want to acknowledge that for anyone who's listening and going, oh, <laughs> they've just had a lovely time making these videos. We have a few in the bag where we, we, we had to go, no, this, we've all worked hard on it and it's lovely, but something isn't quite right. And that's a tough one when you have to let go of, creativity in that way sometimes we had brainstormed for that video um before the pandemic kicked off so we we had a whole plan for a video um shooting things in Slovenia that couldn't happen yeah um and so I think we were trying to kind of cobble it together with yeah. with 
all of us suddenly being in lockdown. I remember Devor, you were the first one. Um, yeah. I remember you. We, you said um, you had been to holiday in uh, on holiday. Took a reservation for I think yeah. it was Friday, and on Thursday it was a lockdown, so you, you weren't allowed to be anywhere inside more than yeah. I don't know three people or something, and that just completely destroyed everything. And that's why we went then. in the woods because that was allowed you know and it's lovely it's beautiful you know it is beautiful that and, video and then and then oh walk the earth was shut the first possible day that we could cross to italy because um the path to that part of slovenia where we were filming mainly goes through italy otherwise it's a very long ride you know um around uh, all the mountains so a lot of these things were also yeah done with a very very limited possibility and maybe that's why the fantasy kicked in so much because uh, that was the only thing that was <laughs> that was actually available you know a, a good idea with with as many people as possible and nature because indoors yeah. weren't allowed Sometimes yeah. it's good to have those limitations to yeah, yeah. push because it requires you to, to be more creative and come up with something new. It's true. It's true. So we're recording this a little ahead of the release of Transmissions, but by the time this goes out, people will already have access to the album. Um, and also they will have, by the time this goes out, they will have at least been able to see the videos for time and for space. So, Devor, I'll start with you. What is your hope? What are you hoping people will experience through both the album and the videos for the album? Um, I don't know what they will experience, but I truly hope that that it will inspire them and inspire them for something new in their life. Because this is new. This is new. And um, people will probably have different reactions to it. Um, but I hope they get inspired for their life. Um, yeah, maybe this is the best answer I can give you. I think that's a great answer. Yeah. yeah. Rebecca, how about for you? Well, quite similar. I think um, I hope that people get some comfort maybe from watching it. Um, it's been a crazy year and a half. Um, and it, I think it's nice to have something, something totally new. Um, and I hope that people think that it is something that they've not seen before. Um, and watch it in, in a different way than they would watch um, just a regular YouTube video. Mm. Um, so yeah, I hope I hope people can can feel the intention that I had when choosing a lot of uh, these images for their kind of calming effects and just beauty. It is mm. it is as you say, it's nice to be reminded just how beautiful this world is, especially when everything's kind of going wrong in, in a lot of ways it's a lot of really crazy nice. yeah i mean it's just 
there have been so many moments in this lockdown where I've just gone outside and I just sat outside. I have that privilege because we live in the middle of nowhere. Mm. Um, we have a little river and I just, um, I sit there and, and I find it so soothing. And I hope that, um, that people watching the videos will just, will, will feel that coming through. Mm. Yeah. And it's very different, uh, like watching it on computer or when I like put it to my USB key and, and took it up to my big TV screen. It's just, you know, so that was one of my ideas when we were talking. What if we release those in like uh, high definition version so that people can either put it to their like projectors somewhere and really enjoy in the darkness, these colors, the sound. It can be a very special experience if, yeah, if you take time for it and you, you're not just very nervous going, you know, on YouTube and maybe find oh, and click it and it won't work that way. I think this is very, um, I mean, it, it, it has a potential to be like a world of its own that you can be in it and... I don't know what will happen in there for 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 um, something will happen. Yeah, I, I I think for me my my hope is probably similar to what I actually experienced both when I listened to the final mixes of the of the album and had an experience, which again is a nice thing when you've worked on something, because Devore, you and I will go over and over a lot of mixes, a lot of times. Um, and just, I want to give kudos to you as well, Devore, because, you know, I created these channeled poems, which I channeled and wrote, and then I went into the booth and narrated them, and then I did the mantras. And you at one point said, do you mind if I change the order of some of the words around? And I was like, sure. So I just want to give a shout out to you about how many hours you spent uh, creating transmissions in the laboratory, in the sound laboratory, and then you'd send me a mix and then we'd talk a little bit and then you'd make a few tweaks. But, you know, it, it's all there in the music. Um, so to yeah, then... Because, go ahead. No, because I have this... Um, I mean, I'm a part of all the channels and everything that we do. I support them musically. And since I know... Since 2012, is, by the way. Yeah, since, anyone, yeah, yeah, 2012. <laughs> and, you know, I know how, how this usually goes. And here I, I kind of didn't want them, uh, those especially the narrated parts, to have a... A, a like a following journey that you mentally follow. So like, hey, you're going somewhere. I just wanted it to be, you're just there. Everything is there. So it's not like you're going, you're going to explain something or, or write something, like write people somewhere. Like, so it's not like a meditation. It's not the guiding. It's not a message it's nothing like this so the mind goes completely out and that's why i asked you can i try to create this if i if i change the order so it doesn't actually go somewhere but everything is here kind of through time but all the time <laughs> that was that was something that i felt we could achieve with with those and i think they're great because now they truly are poetry that is just there. 
yeah. rather than taking you somewhere um, with a specific purpose, mental yeah. purpose. Yeah. Like you need yeah. to achieve something at the end of this one. So it's really more you are in somewhere, like you are in the you're in a kind of world. Yeah, and 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 I think when I watched the video time. I, I had that experience of of being transported. And for me, what it did was in much the same way as listening to the music uh, almost a year earlier, um, it, it put me somewhere in here in a very in a very evident way. So the video, like listening to the music, was like a, was a meditation. Like by the end of it, I felt altered in a way that you don't normally. So that that was that was fantastic for me to feel because when I felt that I was like, Oh, great. This is going to, this is going to have the same effect on, on, on the viewers who resonate with it, who resonate with the track and who resonate with the visual. So it's yeah, very the cool. visual is similar. It's there. It doesn't take you somewhere. You're not starting. It doesn't have that. It has, it, it's it's very similar to 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 how the spoken word is there. It's it's just it just flows here and there, and everything can be can be can be always. Yeah, yeah. And I'd, I'd like to point out as well that how much beauty there is in the words, um, mm. and in the in the poems, and in the mantra. Um, there was so they're so simple i mean sometimes it's just three three words we are flying mm. and there's space mm. and then there's just so much that you can do with that there's so mm. much that brings to life that that things ideas and and feelings that it that it evokes and um i think that i mean that for me that is the test of of the of a, of a poem is the simpler it can be and and yet maintain that so much beauty and depth um so well done lee or the mm. z both mm -hmm. <laughs> thank you and i would love to shout out um our dear our dear comrade in creativity uh trent trent barfield mm -hmm. who um i'll i have a cd here so we um but i know rebecca you can probably flash up on the screen in your editing studio a kind of better sorry a better version of uh, the cover because we we went to Trent who also has worked with us now I think since I think Trent started working with us at the beginning of 2019 he's an incredible visual artist and um, he does all of the visual for for what we do and we went to him and said um we need an album cover that's, uh, can you create something that has that kind of iconic feel? And he, he, we had a couple of revisions, but what he landed on eventually, we, we all just loved. So, um, yeah, shout out to Trent too, for creating the, the imagery for the album. And also to, to Randy Merrill at Sterling Sound, who did a beautiful job mastering the sound. So, um, and then actually, a whole, a whole group of our team behind the scenes who aren't on this conversation, who have worked, um, Wendy, Marty, Noah, um, Adam, a whole group of people who've been working behind the scenes to bring the album out um, alongside alongside me. It's been amazing. So, well, yeah, go ahead. Because um, uh, when Rebecca was speaking about um, she watching the flame and then things starting to 
creatively appear to her. Um, maybe it's interesting for me. That is a sound, and and um, this synthesizer that is here. I borrowed at the time because my friend. I, mean, I have friends in the music store, and whatever, whenever they have like a new instrument, I always borrow it and see if it inspires me. And I go through the patches, and this, if I hear a sound, that sound can actually start the whole song or the whole journey so my candle is a sound and it's usually a synthesizer sound even though there are then violins and everything but the synthesizer sound for me opens i i get connected somehow through a sound even though if i then change it a little bit but that that is usually my my um entry into the music yeah, and actually that was my entry into the words because I, you gave me the very simple synthesizer mm. basses of the tracks. Mm. Really, there was not much arrangement, but I, yeah. I put my headphones on, had it on a loop and would sit there and kind of channel the words. And then obviously I was recording the narration and the mantra to the backing tracks. So it's all very connected in that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the cello comes in and it's yeah. just so beautiful. I love that. It's such a beautiful instrument. And actually, yeah, shout out to our our our, our players. So we had yeah. cello. So live instruments. Walk us through who the who the live players were. Uh, live instruments on transmissions was cello, drums, uh, bass guitar, and I did all the keyboards and electric guitars. And uh, yeah, but usually in our music uh, in our albums, there's you know everything we, we've had flutes trumpets <laughs> you know um it's 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 kind of my privilege that i am divorce on a pause in slovenia i think mm. they, they ah were... we lost you we lost you for a little while we heard ah. you say it's a privilege and then you then you did a good freeze frame. Um, no, it's a privilege to know all these uh, musicians here, classical, jazz, rock. Uh, and I know them basically all. And when I invite them to cooperate with us, they're very happy and they always love to come. And um, it's not that I just always write, you know, music sheets for them. I do because, you know, you have to start somewhere. But I, I let them co-create, you know, when it's a violinist here. Uh, she shows me the, the variations of how this could be played or where, where she changes the bow and, and everything. So we work with that. So they are, they are a big part. They're not just somebody that, you know, looked at the music sheet and did it. So, and, and guitars and everything, we, we, we create together these riffs and everything and it's, um, they love coming here because they trust, because I always know what I want. So we're not just, oh, do something, you know. But on top of what I want, they always can give me uh, their best version of it. Because I'm not a guitarist, I'm not a violinist. So they know their this instrument's better. And they, they can then perform uh, uh, their best out of it. And, and that's why I think they love coming here because nobody's yelling at them and, no, I wrote like this. <laughs> so it's, so it's, uh, they're a big part of it, even though 
yeah. it's written they're just musicians but they are a big part of it because um they try things here they try to play what if i play on this uh, um, uh, string or or it, or i go here or so it's it's a lot of this you know and then we always go with the feeling so yeah <laughs> Beautiful. I had a very good instructor in film school. Um, he taught us documentary and he said, if you work on your own on a project, it will be only as big as you are, which yeah. sometimes is good. And that's what's required. But the more people you can bring in and collaborate, the mm -hmm. more it expands and the bigger and bigger it can get. And that I think that's definitely the case with, with the album. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because that was always my dream with this work. Like, you know, I, years and years and years ago, and it was just me, like going off to a workshop room and coming home and editing my own audio. And like, for me, it wasn't, it, it wasn't an unwillingness to do the work. Although I'm grateful I don't do everything I used to do. And there's no way we would be putting out as much as we do if I was still doing that. But also just getting to not only have the creative collaboration with you guys, but the friendship and the family and, uh, and it, it does like tickle me, like when I get something back from Devor and he's knocked it out of the park or from you, Rebecca, and you sent it and it's like, wow, you know, you're, you're kind of thrilled, but you're also proud of your friend. That's, that's really lovely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining us here today and um, talking about transmissions and Rebecca, it was great to get to hear a little bit more about your journey before, before you started working with us and um yeah i know you're probably after this interview headed back to edit one of the last <laughs> transmissions videos maybe yeah yeah i'm start i just finished space so now i'm going to start on play fantastic fantastic and um devore you're probably going back to edit transmissions volume two of course, that is so weird. Like you guys are releasing transmissions, and I'm totally a year ahead creating yeah. transmissions volume two. It's so funny sometimes when, like, I'm totally this five new pieces, but uh, now us being together here, it brought me back. So that's lovely. It, it is strange, you know, so we've been, we've probably been working on this release now for, I don't know, four or five months, bringing transmissions out to all of you. And at the same time, Devore and I, because we are doing transmissions, the course, uh, again in summer, but it's, it's a mystery school, you know, it's like each year is going to be completely different because it's all channeled and intuited. So we're creating another album for course participants this summer which I imagine will release publicly maybe in 2022 sometime. Um, yeah, whenever whenever we've released our next music album. So it is strange, but it's great. It's lovely. It's lovely that while we're working on something else, this 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 goes out to the world. So Rebecca, save 500 hours next year. Around <laughs> two. <laughs> 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 yeah, we can start you on the videos for next year uh, in August if you want, Rebecca, if you want more time this time. Great. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today, guys. It was, it was lovely. And um, to all of you watching or listening, thank you for tuning in. Just a quick reminder that you can catch Devore's previous episode of Impact the World. Uh, it is episode 49. Um, and if you want to check out the Transmissions album, 
you simply go to transmissionsalbum.com and there you will find not only links to the, the limited edition CDs that we have um, and Spotify and Apple Music and all of those links, um, you will also find at that website um, Rebecca's videos. So as we release, release each one on YouTube, which we're going to release one a week starting on Friday, June 4th, um, we will post them at that website too so that you can find them there. And we will be doing the transmissions course in the middle of July this year. So if you feel to join us for that, we would love to have you. And thank you for tuning in to Impact the World. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Welcome to Transmissions 2021. We are bringing Transmissions back this summer because last year when we first presented it, it was not only our most popular offering ever, we had several thousand of you join us from around the world. It was a way that I and my team could bring some of the energy of Soul Magic, our annual retreat, to you in the comfort of your own home, more affordably and with no limit on how many people we could serve. So Transmissions is a metaphysical, intuitive and self-growth deep dive to allow you to cultivate more energy for your life and for you to bring to the world. The themes for this year are going to be joy, healing, expression, freedom, and magic. The way that these topics are explored is through five live broadcasts where I will not only teach intuitively, but I will channel my guides, the Z's. We provide transcripts, audio downloads of each session. There is an energy blueprint that you will receive ahead of the course starting where I write a document basically that I channel about what energies we're going to be cultivating, looking at, moving, releasing. We also have several supplemental materials and videos from members of my team. So there are meditations, there are videos that help you support yourself as you go through a journey like this. We also have the private members forum which is away from social media, so you can privately share and discuss with all other members of the course. The final element of our Transmissions courses is the music album that Devor Bozik and I create. This is both spoken word and music, and it's five 10-minute tracks. You may have seen that we've just publicly released last year's album, which we created for course members. So you can stream that right now on Spotify or wherever you get your music. But for this year, we will exclusively be bringing you Transmissions Volume 2, which will be available this year only to course members. So we invite you to check out the course page, read more details, and if it resonates for you to join us for Transmissions 2021, we would love to welcome you aboard.